The Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show is sponsored by Acunet Mortgage, an equal housing lender, NMLS ID 255368, and Acunet Realty Advisors, which is a separate company from but still affiliated with Acunet Mortgage. Welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show, getting you inside information on buying, selling, and financing your home with expert advice from Acunet Mortgage and Realty's Brian Wickert on WTMJ. And a very pleasant Sunday morning, everyone. Welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show. I'm Mark Segris, along with Acunet Mortgage and Acunet Realty Advisors, owner and president, Brian Wickard, of course, and chief millennial loan consultant, David Wickard. Now, if you have a question or comment, you can reach us, as always, on the Acunet Mortgage Talk and text line. The number, easy to remember, 414-799-1620. Gentlemen, great to be with you again. I know you've got a loaded show today. Absolutely, and a happy Father's Day to everybody out there. And thank you, David, for uh, taking the show on by yourself last week. Did he do? I, I listened to the first half, Mark. How did he do in the second? I half? think he isn't. Well, he, he's a chip off the old block. Let me say that for Father's Day. <laughs> Can that count as my Father's Day gift? There you yeah, that that does. That's great. Beautiful. <laughs> we went, I went golfing up at Sand Valley in the Nakusa area. That's a cool and interesting oh, nice. part of the state I never know existed. Um, so anyway, uh, happy Father's Day to everybody out there. I did something very fatherly. My, my father is no longer with us, but he was super handy and could do anything. And so I channeled uh, Jack yesterday and repaired three wooden storm door screens, which <laughs> I was extremely proud of because I had never done that before in my 56 and a half years on the planet. And uh, sweating outside. Do you have a beer afterwards? I did, okay. maybe while I was doing it. Oh, did even not, better. Did well, I think I know what's happening, guys. I think it's all that experience, <laughs> that volunteer time you're putting in with your buddies at Habitat. They're teaching you the tools oh, of the trade. Oh, well, way to bring it together, Mark. That's right. That's right. Yes. I, I was not afraid, I was emboldened. So they turned out quite well. I showed David this morning. Mm. Very proud yes. about the whole thing. <clears throat> and it only took two trips to uh, Home Depot to get all the stuff that I needed. Okay. So it turns out, though, that I, I was looking, doing some research this morning, and small, easy maintenance items like torn screens. Torn screens was actually the number one reason on a Realtor.com or number one suggestion of things to fix up for sellers. Mm. Uh, like on a easy things, not like redo your kitchen. Correct, correct. Like easy things that are big turnoffs for a seller. So I took a look at that uh, video this morning, then came up with my own. And so here are my five top things, even though it is a super red hot seller's market. Uh, you still could do these five things and, and really help yourself uh, sell your home and get top dollars. So number five, and they, this was from the video, and I agree taste specific or badly outdated decor so if you've got like a room that's painted zebra ish you know you got the zebra couch the zebra wallpaper a zebra head on the you know wall yeah get rid of that okay. uh, my mom uh who's coming over today uh for the far father's day celebration she had a famous dark purple room in her condo that she and Dan sold a number of years ago, and I helped them get it done. And we had to paint that a neutral color because we didn't want to. Purple was too strong. Well, it was the Prince room. Maybe if you were in Minnesota, right, for Prince or the Vikings, it would work, but not around here. You know, I was talking to somebody who's over for dinner this week. They have old drapes. You got to get rid of stuff like that. It's just an automatic turnoff, and it's easy to get rid of. Thing number four, and maybe this should be 
higher towards the top. And David, you agree with this clutter. Yeah, I'm talking about everything from kitchen counters to, you know, the the number of items of furniture in a room, walls, closets, especially this was on that video that I saw this morning. Mm -hmm. You know, if you've got limited closet space, they say, like, take out half the stuff and put it in storage. Sure. Because you don't want to make it look stuffed. (laughs) Uh, Mom and I were talking this morning over our breakfast that we looked at a house when we were first shopping, you know, over 30 years ago for our first house. We went into this home, and it was so packed full of things Uh in the basement, up the stairs. We thought, we can't buy this house. The people will never be able to move out. They have so much CRAP. And uh, so if you've got stuff like that, get it out of the house before you list. And sometimes it takes an independent third party to point out the things you don't see while you're living in your home. Absolutely. We all live in our own filth. That... (laughs) I wouldn't call it that, but okay. yes, our own clutter. Sure. All right, number three on my list, uh, and this came from your mother, David, dirty or unattractive front entrance. You know, most people don't come in their front door. Ah. And so here at our house, for example, because we live on a lake, there are tons of spiders. So every night, spiders like to make a new home, Oh. you know, and I'm sure this maybe happens in other places too. So you're going out the garage to get in your car. If you've got your home for sale, every day you have people coming to see your house. Make sure that you're making the very best first impression. Uh, One of the things that comes up on everybody's list of things to do is to paint or get a new front door. Easy to do, but if your door's all scuffed up or faded from the sun or whatever. Your buyer's going to walk through the front door. And that is the first impression. Okay, number two is the small and easy maintenance items. So torn screens. I can do my own video Mm. now on how to fix that. Broken windows. Cracked switch plates, okay? Uh, Scuffed up floors or walls. A little coat of paint that goes a long way. Stained carpet. Oh, you know, I don't want to replace that carpet because the the buyer will want to put in their own color. Baloney. Baloney. Go, you know, go Mm. to Menards and have them put in some cheap carpet so you get rid of the stain or if it's worn. Poorly maintained grass and landscaping. That's almost unconscious. And the number one thing, number one, odors. Ah, yes. Pet odors, food odors, smoking. Smells like a veterinarian's office in here. Yeah, you don't want that. So you got to do what you got to do. Ask your realtor, do I have any odors that I need to conceal? (laughs) When you walked in, were you, yes. Smells like a boy's locker room from middle school. So there's my top five. We should make a blog out of that. Okay, we'll do it. All right, when we come up, we're going to give you a quick update on rates and May home sales right after this. And you're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ. Home buying advice from the guys who know it best. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickard on WTMJ. All right. You know, as immigration remains front and center on the minds of Americans, one Wisconsin congressman visits the Mexican border. Scott Juarez is in for John, and he'll be joined by that representative at 320 Monday on Wisconsin's Afternoon News right here on WTMJ. Boy, I really enjoyed our opening segment. Those those practical tips on what you have to do to get your house ready. Important yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know, I think yeah, a, important stuff. a lot of people are pr- probably getting a little lazy on the seller side because it's such a hot market. Like, I can just put it in in crummy condition, which it'll probably sell, but you're limiting the number of buyers who are going to put in an offer. Buyers are still lazy. They want everything done. Yep. You know, and looking just right. Hey, we decided to punt on the rate roundup until after the news. David said, yeah, we always do the rate stand after the news. So in case anybody's like on a clock, 
we'll do that then. But here's an update on uh, May home sales in the five-county metropolitan Milwaukee area, which includes Milwaukee, Waukesha, Ozaki, Washington, and Racine counties. A couple of weeks ago when it was, you know, just after the month had rolled over, I had given you a flash number saying that home sales for single-family detached properties were down look like 10%. Well, the good news is, as the data has gotten fleshed out, the number of homes, single-family homes, is only down 3.3%, or 62 home sales compared to May of 2017. That means that 1,819 happy home buyers and sellers exchanged the keys and the money at the closing table last month. Now, the dollar volume was up 1.3%, so that means, of course, prices were up. Uh, the other good news is that 2,540 new homes were, well, they weren't necessarily new homes, but they were new listings, uh, came on the market. So that means the inventory, if you just do the math, grew by 721 homes. And the number of new single-family listings, however, was 133 fewer than last year. Um, condo sales, on the other hand, uh, there were 4.5% fewer condo sales. That's 19 fewer closings on 403 units, but the dollar volume was up a whopping 11%. That's because the median sales price on condos in May was 15% higher hmm. than a year earlier. Does that mean that condos all jumped up 15% in value, Dave? No. It? No. No. It just means that bigger condos sold, probably. Uh, also, condo listings were actually up in May. 509 new condo listings came on the market. So a little good news there or relative to... Um, you know, inventory, I'd say. Yeah. Inventory is up, but man, the good homes that don't smell and have their screens repaired mm -hmm. and are not cluttered are still going super fast. Uh, we've got a rock solid pre-approved buyer who got an accepted offer uh, this week close by to our home. I happen to, when I go for my runs, I run past this house four times hmm. on each run. And um, they had multiple offers. Okay. And uh, our our buyers put in an offer right away as soon as it came on the market, uh, asked for a quick response, did not get it. So sellers are kind of being a little impolite, let's say. Uh, and the reason was, well, they know they hold the cards. Well, right. And we want to wait and see, uh, you know, what other offers we get. Yeah. And th they had to offer over asking. Of course. And the queen of clubs, if you're a sheep's head player, the most powerful card in sheep's head, Sheep said they wrote their offer without an appraisal contingency. So they are willing to take the risk and come to closing with more money uh, if necessary. If they have to bridge the gap. That's right. If they have to fill in the gap between the agreed upon price. And, and this house, by the way, I looked at the pictures online. Uh, it, cute as a button. I mean, perfect. They, they hit all the stops, right? It's like, man, it looked great. The lawn was meticulously, nice. you know, cared for. They had a really cool, actually, drone shot was their main picture. So a little elevated. Mm -hmm. So you could kind of see more of the landscaping in addition to the front. So they got top dollar. Cool. And uh, so that's, that's exciting. You know, kind of nerve-wracking. All right. When we come back uh, from this next break, I want to tell you a story uh, about someone who is using retirement funds to right-size their mortgage. And so the question is, how much money? If you want to right-size your payment after a big life event, such as a divorce or uh, a death of a spouse, you know how much money should you consider taking out of the retirement 
account to pay down the mortgage so you get the payment that you want. And what are the consequences? We'll cover that when we come back. And you're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ. Getting you into the home of your dreams. Here's more of the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickard on WTMJ. The mission of the Boys and Girls Clubs of Greater Milwaukee is to provide a safe place for all youth. President and CEO Vincent Lyle sets out to do just that each and every day. He sits down with our John McKeer this morning at 11 o'clock on WTMJ Conversations to talk more about that. It's a great series, great hour of conversation this morning, 11 o'clock on WTMJ. Okay, we're going to talk about right-sizing your mortgage after a major event. Uh, Takes some doing, doesn't it? Well, and takes some thinking. So uh, this particular person um, who is now a single woman, and has a significant amount of money in a retirement fund. So it doesn't matter if it's an IRA or a 401k. And this person happens to be over 59 and a half years old. And the rate was a little high in the mortgage. And so because of her um, no longer being married, uh, she wanted to get the payment down on her mortgage. And the way to do that uh, is to reduce the balance. And so one of the things she was thinking of and let's say this, let's say that her income uh, for the year is about $30,000, okay, normally. Mm-hmm. Let's go with that as a single person. So what is the problem, David, with pulling $100,000 out, which was her initial kind of gut reaction? I want to I want to pay this down by hundred grand. What's you have to pay taxes on that money. Income tax, that's absolutely correct. And what... She didn't realize. And you're going to vault into a higher tax bracket as well. Bingo. If you go from thirty to $130,000, you get to pay more in taxes. That's right. Hooray. So here is the shocking information that she kind of knew at some level but hadn't quantified. Um, on the federal income tax, when you are unmarried, uh, you pay um, 10% income, uh, uh, income tax on all your income from zero to $9,500. I'm rounding. And then you pay 12% on all your income from 9500 up to about $39,000. Yeah. And then once you earn $39,001, yeah. you leap up to 22%. Got it. Okay. And then, by the way, when you cross over 82500 it leaps up to 24%. So she's looking at paying... 25000 yeah, dollars? Yeah. I can't, oh, and then the state income tax, which she hadn't thought about. Once you get over $11,000, you're at 5.84. Oh, once you get over $22,470 in the great state of Wisconsin, you're at 6.27%. So that 100 turns into 70. Correct. 28, call it 29%. Yeah. For the 100 grand, you know, even though you're not going to feel it now, next April, you are going to write out a check. You better set some of that aside. Yeah. Yeah. For 29,000 American dollars. Which if you need the money, you know. So be it. But for in this example, to right size your mortgage is the well. And so, what's the other it? alternative? We didn't talk about this. So, what would be the other alternative <clears throat> to she, taking it all out at once? She could set up monthly distributions to help supplement her income. That's right. If meeting, if you know, making ends meet is the real worry. Correct. Correct. So instead of taking it all at once and having this giant tax bill, you could take it out a little bit at a time. You know, every month and subsidize. So your maybe your income payments. goes from thirty to fifty, and not thirty to one thirty. Correct, and it wasn't even that 
dramatic. Okay. Okay, because so I ran a bunch of scenarios for her, but this goes to show that financial decisions are part logical and part emotional. And so instead of doing the whole $100,000 pay down, she's going to pay it down by like 75000 Okay. Because her real concern is m- monthly payment. Right. Okay. Right. And, you know, her other concern, I had a good conversation with her, uh, is that, well, you know, if I leave it in the 401k, it's subject to market fluctuations. And boy, you know, everybody always thinks that the stock market is about to crash, right? That's always your former Series yeah. 7 holder. Yeah. And so by taking it out and paying down the mortgage, she's avoiding interest at 4.625%, which is like investing it in a bond. Yeah. So it's not totally, you know, out of whack. It's just that the tax bite is really high. Stiff. So, you know, that we strive to help people understand. And we'll collaborate with your financial advisor. That's right. So we, we strive to help people understand the implications of their decisions. So that's what we did here. But ultimately, it's up to that person. And this is what made her comfortable. But, you know, we helped her, I guess, reduce her tax bite a, a little bit from what she was originally contemplating and still make her comfortable. Sure. And that's the kind of consultative, you know, you try to be well-rounded Correct. when we give uh, people advice. All right. So uh, that's a happy story. When we come back after the news, Mark, we're going to do a little rate roundup. The Federal Reserve did raise short-term interest rates, which means the prime rate is now at 5% for the first time in over a decade. uh, But uh, we'll tell you what happened with long-term mortgage rates. Plus, i got a couple of other really good stories when we come back after the news. Okay, sounds great. We'll be back with you guys in just a moment. In the meantime, WTMJ News time is exactly 1030. Don't break the bank to get into a house. Back to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. As we approach the 100th season of the Green Bay Packers football team, relive 100 snapshots of some of the greatest recent memories in Packers history. Simply text SNAPSHOT to 799-1620 or head to the Packers section of WTMJ.com. We're back with Brian and David, and before we left for a news break, we're going to come back and do a little uh, rates roundup, guys, right? Indeed. Over to you, David. On the close of business on Friday, I always enjoy the um, articles that come out on Thursday Yeah, that say, rates did this, and as we've said many, many, many weeks, that is reporting on numbers from Monday and Tuesday, and the world can look different even by Thursday and Friday. So what changed? Well, so uh, rates came down a little bit. So at the, well, down being a relative term, uh, at the close of business on Friday with 25% equity and all the other right stuff, which details matter in mortgage lending. That's escrowing for your taxes and insurance, or at least your taxes, a credit score of 740, no second mortgage outstanding, uh, as well as securing that interest rate for 45 days. All right. Acunet could offer 4.625% with an APR 4.65. That's just with $950. 950 in closing, and closing. Does that include the appraisal, David? It does. Are there any lender fees with that? Do we have an underwriting fee there or are. a document preparation fee or anything like that? Nope. None nope, of that. Nope, nope, None nope, of that. Nope. And I, I did look up. Uh, there's a, a company downtown that's building a new tower right next to City Hall. Their oh, initials yeah. are BMO. Okay. What are they Our charging? closing costs are $1,000 less than them. Oh, that's 100 
one, uh, uh, 10 $100 bills. It's true. 10, okay. ben, 10, Benjamins. 10 Benjamins. And then there's this other company with a skyscraper downtown. I would like to point out there is no Acunet Arena, although that might still be available, oh, or yeah. Acunet Tower. Yeah. Uh, Chase is uh, $1,200 more dollars. Okay. So don't, don't light your hard-earned money on please fire. Please don't. If you think it's going to be easy or your local bank or credit union is going to cut you a deal because, well, I've had my checking account there since I was 16. Mm -mm. It's not true. So, um, plus and you don't get all that good advice that we get. That we get. That is correct. Doing the right thing, making it just right for you. Okay, what else you got? I was going to point out on the cash out refinances are still very popular because in the realm of comparing the interest rates on a home equity line of credit, which just went up to five percent on the prime rate, it just occurred. So, so on a cash out refinance, if you went up to seventy five percent of the value of your home, yeah. Acunet could offer four point seven five percent with an APR four point seven seven, with just nine hundred fifty bucks in costs. Wow! Last time I checked, four point seven five percent is less than five. Yep. Which your interest, uh, the interest rate on your home equity line of credit HELOC is probably around there or higher. Yeah, yeah. it or, might be prime plus one or prime plus a half. Exactly, and you know, I know there are teaser rates out there, but you know, that's only Those for twelve months, and then reality sets in. That's also a lower interest rate than what your credit card balances are as well. What else, uh, though? What did uh, Jay Powell? I'm calling him Jay now. I'm running first name. Uh, basis jerome powell the new chairman of the federal reserve what were they talking about for additional rate hikes just this year two more right so, so they had ballparked three for total for the year now we've got two under our belt so that would mean one more in september yep and now the talk is gee you know we probably are going to have two more one man things are going so well let's yeah keep cranking it up he made it very clear the uh, american economy is firing on all cylinders and so that means the Federal Reserve wants to keep the economy from overheating. Therefore, they want to make short-term money a little bit more expensive. Wow. The, I just looked this up. It's 85% odds they'll raise rates for the third time in September. Okay, that's a virtual certainty. And then, uh, and then that's not all, folks. They're going to keep raising rates in 2019. The last I checked, it was three more. So let's yeah. just do the math. You're currently at 5% at the prime rate, the benchmark for your home equity line of credit. That's going to be 55 probably by the end of the year. By Christmas. And if they do three more next year, that's going to be 5.75. What are you waiting for? No, no, no. no six and a quarter. 6.25. Six Hang on. 5.5. Yeah. yeah. Ah, six and a quarter. The six handle on your prime rate. I'm sorry. Thank you for pointing that out. It's all good. So what are you waiting for? We are kind of like living in the dream world. There's right. a lot of arguments you could make that long-term mortgage rates should be higher. One of the reasons they're not is the stock market took it in the knickers this week on the trade uh, war. Okay, Mark, here's a quiz question for you. Gotcha. With all the trade tariffs, $50 billion, all this talk about you know, on Chinese and aluminum and everything, washing machines and all this stuff. How much more is the average American family going to pay per year in goods and services, mainly goods, I guess, because of the tariff war? How many dollars? Wow. But, I mean, it's, a, it's affecting such a broad part of the economy from beer consumption yeah. to, to steel. Um, yeah. What? There's beer? Okay. Thousands, hundreds, or dozens? What do you say? Wow. <laughs> <sighs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's just hundreds of dollars. Hundreds of dollars, Mark. Okay. Are you hundreds, thousands, or dozens? I, I I would go with that. I would go with hundreds. I would go All with right. hundreds. So according to Mark Zandi, the chief economist for Moody's Investor Services, who at least used to, maybe still does, 
sit on the board of directors of locally headquartered Mortgage Guarantee Insurance Corporation. Magic. And I like the guy. Um, yeah. TV is on TV all the time. 80 bucks a year. $80 really? Dollars a year. Really? Uh, that's like $6.80 a month extra because of all the new tariffs that are coming our way. So or Hamilton's. Not that big, not that big a deal. Uh, but it helped keep long-term mortgage rates down. So get going and get over to Acunet and click on the blue button, and we can help you with a low-cost or no-cost refi. All right, when we come back, I'm going to tell you the story about some uh, homeowners who did want to consolidate their debts, yeah. and we're looking at an FHA loan, and I'm going to tell you exactly how that's come full circle when we come back. And you're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ. Important home buying questions and answers you can count on. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. President Trump's former campaign manager is charged with witness tampering and is headed to jail. Steve Scafidi asks, will he be the biggest casualty to come out of the Mueller investigation? Steve shares his thoughts at 1107 Monday right here on WTMJ. Brian and David, interesting show. Very interesting show today. Oh, thank you very much. So we have, over the years, uh, Akinet's going to be 19 years old next month. Woo! And uh, which means you're only 10 years old. I was old. 10. Was 10. There's a picture. of the company, yeah. Got that. You had more hair. <sighs> thank you. And darker. darker and I used hair. to have a mustache, too. Anyway. Um, Other than that. So we've expanded our product offering over the years, and we now offer FHA loans and VA loans. And it's, it's a handy, uh, both are very handy tools to have in the quiver. Uh, David, you pointed out before the show started that one of Southeastern Wisconsin's largest home lenders, now we're number three by the numbers that we can look at. Yeah. Acunet's the third largest, but ahead of us is Landmark Credit Union, which is a fine organization. Uh, they do a lot, a lot of loans, and but they don't do FHA or VA loans. So if you're a Landmark Credit Union member and you need an FHA or VA loan, why don't you come on over to Acunet? We'd be happy to help you. Hey-o. So these particular borrowers who I talked to this week uh, had credit scores between 620 and 639. Okay. So that's relatively low, okay? Mm-hmm. And they wanted, to, though, to take cash out to pay off some medical bills and credit cards. All right, so more power to them. You know, we're, we're running that ad on the radio. Yep. Now, the maximum that we or any other lender can provide on a regular 30-year or 15-year fixed-rate mortgage is 80% of the home's value. That's because Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac say if you're taking cash out or paying off subordinate financing, a home equity line, a credit, or a second mortgage, the most you can go to is 80%. All right, so fine. So we propose this, but a regular 30-year fixed-rate loan is kind of out of the question because Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac have these things called loan-level price adjusters. Risk adjustments, really. Risk adjustments, and and it, it uh, covers six things. And uh, number one thing is occupancy, so primary residents and second homes get priced better if you're an investment property or what we call non-owner-occupied. That's worse pricing. Loan purpose, cash out gets dinged. They consider that riskier. I hope they have some data to back that up. Mm-hmm. Purchases and regular refinances are the best. Credit score, well, that makes sense, right? What's the likelihood that you're going to pay back the money? That's what a credit score is. The remaining equity in your home, that matters, so more is better. Property type, condos get hit uh, as being more risky, as do duplexes. So single-family detached is the best. And then the length of the loan, 15 years considered a lot safer by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Why? 
Because you're going to get the money back sooner. That's right, because almost half, literally half of every payment right out of the gates goes to principal. And if you can afford it, that's yep. also a measurement of income strength. There you go. So uh, on this particular loan, cash out to 80%, which is the maximum, with credit scores in the lowest tier that Fannie Mae will buy, which is you got to be over 620. To deliver this loan to Fannie Mae, we would have had to pay six points so on a two hundred thousand dollar loan david how many dollars is that twelve thousand bucks that's right so in other words when you're going to sell that loan to fannie mae and we say here's this two hundred thousand dollar loan they'll only pay us a hundred and eighty eight thousand dollars so where's the money going to come from well two sources we either raise the interest rate yep. to make that loan worth more to the wall street investors because they'd rather have a higher rate but that only goes so far we would have had to charge this borrower a five and a half percent rate and collect two and a half points. Ouch. Two and a half points on this deal would have been five grand. So that's why that was out of the uh, out the window. Okay. A regular Fannie Mae loan out the window. So we went to FHA. Yeah. Why? Because they aren't nearly as um, punitive. Punitive. Good word. Uh, when it comes to credit score. Yeah. Okay. And so we proposed this FHA loan for these nice folks. Um, but they're not quite sure, and then they decide to shop around, and we find out in about a week, oh, we're going to go with Loan Depot. So I call them up to say, well, why? What? Okay. Oh, why? Well, they offered us a lower rate. But these folks didn't pay any attention to the costs that were involved. So we got we got to take another break right now, and when we come back, I'm going to tell you the rest of the story and how we're going to end up doing a not FHA loan and saving these people a ton of money. We'll give you the rest of the story right after this. You're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ. Acunet Mortgage is an equal housing lender at MLS ID 255368. Thanks for listening to today's show. Hey, if you'd like to get started with a no social security number required refi checkup, a second opinion, or a rock solid pre-approval to buy, all you have to do is click on the blue button at Acunet.com. That's A-C-C-U-N-E-T.com. Find a place to call home without the headache. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. Every hit, every pitch, every chance of the Brewers to put a big W in the standings. So check out the full schedule of the site for your Brewers flagship right here on WTMJ.com. Hey, before the break, uh, Brian, when you were mentioning what happens when you go for a loan and don't anticipate unforeseen charges, rather interesting story you're about to share. Well, and, you know, despite all the awesome government disclosures that we give people, (laughs) it's still hard for them to decipher the real facts. And so these folks uh, started out with Acunet on an FHA loan that we had locked them in, 30-year fixed rate at 4.625, with an APR of 5.27, which, by the way, is on the third page of the disclosure, which is probably why some people don't look at it. David, why is the APR... So significantly different on an FHA loan. Because you have monthly mortgage insurance that never falls off. That's right. And that is equal to, on this loan, 0.8%. And uh, and then, so these folks had gone and decided, oh, well, we saw a lower rate with Loan Depot at 45 We had quoted them 4625 with relatively modest loan costs. Yeah. And here, if we finally get them on the phone. Because they were ready to go to this other lender. Finally get on the phone. Well, yeah, we're at four and a half. And I say, okay, go to the page two at the bottom number on page two. What are the total loan costs? The answer was $10,000. I'll do it for nine. (laughs) Well, and we could have given them the same rate if they still wanted to go that way. Uh, and and we would have been $3,000 less expensive. Okay. Okay. They were also, though, proposing that the borrowers 
borrow the maximum allowed under FHA. Remember, we said that the Fannie Mae limit on taking cash out is 80% of the home's value. Well, in FHA, you can go to 85%. Yep. So they were plying in with more. You're going to have more cash back, although we're going to eat up 10 grand of it in, in cost. loan costs, yeah. which we're so nicely allowing you to finance. Mm. And, uh, uh, and they were almost going to go for it. But then I started to point out to them, to these borrowers, I said, you know what? I came up with another plan. And by the way, the reason I got involved was because they were going to switch. Yeah. And on an FHA loan, that means you have to transfer the case number. Uh, and so on. And so, like, before I do that, I want to talk to these people and make sure they know what they're getting into. Oh, and by the way, they told us then on this conference call that I had with the loan consultant and both borrowers on Tuesday, I think it was, okay. that they really were looking at doing this as a temporary maneuver because they were sure their credit scores were then going to go up, mm-hmm. in which we did the little what-if tool, and they were, in fact, going to go up okay. quite nicely, pretty quickly. Yeah. And then they wanted to refinance again and get their payment lower. Well, too bad, so sad, if they went with the FHA proposal that Loan Depot had proposed, they would have been borrowing 85% of the value of their home. And they would have been stuck with PMI. Correct. Because they would have had less equity. So before we called them up, I had hatched a plan. Remember, we were talking about all the factors that go into pricing a loan. And I know from experience uh, that uh, 15-year fixed rate loans are priced much better even when your credit score is quite low. And that's because you're paying so much principal back. So I laid out for them a plan to do a 15-year fixed Fannie Mae loan. Now, this is going to sound worse. Oh, it's got a rate of 4.75, but it doesn't have any monthly PMI. Mm-hmm. or Not PMI, FHA mortgage insurance, yep. government mortgage insurance. And they're not paying any uh, exorbitant fees to get this up front. And get this, folks, half their payment now is going to go to principal every month. Nice. Rather than the $144 a month that was going to go towards FHA mortgage insurance. So the way I got through to them is I said, okay, if you want to go with the FHA, you can do it with Loan Depot. I can do it for you a lot uh, less expensively, but here's a couple of facts. The upfront FHA mortgage insurance premium, which is equal to $3,700, right? which, oh, you don't have to pay that out of your pocket. The government lets you finance that. You are never getting that back. I said, so that's like taking $3,700 bills going out into your fire pit and lighting them on fire because you're never getting that money back. Yep. Secondly, every month you have this FHA loan, take $144 and light that on fire Mm -hmm. because that's just going to the government for mortgage insurance, and you don't want to pay that anyway. So by going with the 15-year fixed rate conforming, uh, they are going to not have to pay either of those items. Right. They're going to pay their loan down a lot faster. They're not going to break through that 80% magic number. So we will be setting up for a future refi back to a 30-year sure. when their credit scores get higher. And that's why the details matter. There you go. Boom. And they did ask, well, why didn't uh, the loan consultant propose that originally? I said, because you didn't want to hear it. Right. Frankly. Yeah. Right. It's like nobody wants to hear that. It's difficult to understand. You have to have both borrowers on the phone, which we didn't have the first time. Yep. And so the key was getting all the cards on the table. All right. There is still time with rates. They should be higher, folks. We're in the Goldilocks phase. We're in the Goldilocks phase. I mean, when is this streak going to end? You got the prime rate at five, headed towards five and a half percent by the end of the year. Meanwhile, we can deliver a 30 year fixed rate loan. No points at 4.625. The APR was like 4.68. Now's the time to click on that blue button. 
before our lucky streak ends. And we're yeah. still issuing a ton of rock-solid pre-approvals to help home buyers get in that winner's circle in this super hot market. That's all we got time for this week. Remember, ACCUNET.com. We'll be back here next week. See you then, Mark. Pleasure working with you guys, and happy Father's Day to your entire family. Great uh, spending the day with you so far. Uh, WTMJ News Time 1058. The preceding was a paid program. Advice and opinions expressed during the Accident Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts or guests of Accident Mortgage and Accident Realty Advisors and not WTMJ Radio or Scripps Media Incorporated.